how do I figure out what I want to do with my life? Well, this is an age-old question, and it's one that we are going to tackle head-on together today. Welcome to the Dive Into Your Career podcast. This is Dive Into Your Career, the podcast designed to help students like you take impactful steps towards your career goals. I'm Gina Visram, a qualified careers coach and consultant who is so proud to be your careers cheerleader. You are in the right place if you are a determined student or the proud supporter of one. Here, you will embrace career development in a unique spirit of fun, not fear. Let's dive in. Hey lovely, I am Gina Vistram and you are listening to the Dive Into Your Career podcast from Your Career and Future. You are in the right place if you are a student or a graduate who is on your journey from education to employment and entrepreneurship and if you're somebody that wants to do so in a spirit of fun and optimism, not fear and overwhelm. Now, you may have realized, if you're a regular listener, that we pretty much get together every week or so and talk about a relevant topic when it comes to exactly this journey. And today, we're taking it to a really broad question, but one which is frequently asked. How do I figure out what I want to do with my life? Now, this is a question that we might ask at certain times along our journey. Sometimes it is when we need to be making active decisions about what's next. Now, that might be the major what's next, right, between university and a job. But sometimes it's also those smaller what nexts. So what GCSEs you're choosing, what A-levels or equivalent, what university degree, whether to do an apprenticeship, whenever it is that you need to make some sort of decision, even if you're in year 10 and year 11 and you are tasked with finding work experience, even at those times you might be saying to yourself, but how do I figure out what I want to do with my life? So in this short episode, we are going to look at five ways that you can tackle that question head on in a positive way and move forward in very much that spirit of fun and optimism, as opposed to the fear and overwhelm. And I guess overwhelm is kind of the big one sometimes, isn't it? Which can really stop us in our tracks. Five things is what we're really going to be talking about today. And as ever, I would absolutely love to know what resonates with you. What are you going to lean into? Are you doing all of these? Are you doing one of these? Do connect with me on any social where you have seen this podcast linked. Do feel free to DM me via Instagram. So on Instagram, I'm available via Your Career and Future. And of course, you're always welcome to email on Gina at yourcareerandfuture.com. If you aren't a regular listener, well, welcome. And what a great episode to start with. There is a back catalogue of more than 90 other episodes, so do get stuck in. And if there's something that you would like to hear on this podcast which hasn't been addressed, then get in touch in any of those ways that I've just described. How do I figure out what I want to do with my life? Here are five things to do. 
Now these aren't in any kind of chronological order. Take it how you need to. Number one, recognize that your career is potentially a 50 plus year journey and what you do along your career is going to vary. I think sometimes some of the paralysis quite early in comes when we think, oh, well, I'm making a decision now. I'm making a decision as a 15-year-old, 17-year-old, 20-year-old about something that I'm going to be doing forever. And my lovely, that simply is not true. So when you're making decisions now, it's a case of, well, what do you want to do now with the information that you have, the passions that you have, the things that you're excited about, the things that you can see yourself doing in the future? You're making your decisions with the information that you currently have. But along that 50-year journey, even in those first two years, five years, you're going to increasingly gain clarity about what it is that you like to do. You are increasingly going to gain clarity about what it is that's out there. And as a result, you will actively decide to keep going in the direction that you've started, or you may decide to pivot along the way, or you may decide to really do something else entirely. And there are so many stories, you just need to look for them, about people who have started doing one thing and then ended up doing another and then ended up doing another and then ended up doing another. That is not being flighty, that is not being indecisive, that is being a human being who is blessed to be on this planet for long enough that you are discovering different interests and different opportunities. So remember, it is not a case of making one decision and sticking with it. I know people who have gone from being doctors to being tech founders, right? I myself went from working in PR and marketing to working in careers guidance and working in different settings. You don't have to look far. Chances are you can even have a conversation within your family or if you have older siblings speaking to them. Most people know somebody who have gone from something to something, law to something else, medicine to something else, and you will probably not be an exception to that. So I hope remembering that recognition that your career is a 50-year journey and it's going to change, some of those changes will feel natural and related and some will be entirely different. And that is one of the joys that we have as human beings who get to keep figuring out what it is that we, that we want to do. Number two, purposefully create experiences. Create experiences. And this can start as early as school. It's a case of having hobbies, getting involved in clubs and societies, sports, Duke of Edinburgh, anything else that might be going on, right? There are loads of clubs and societies that you can do at school and it starts really early. I mean, my daughter who is in primary school does a cycling club or has done in the past, a sewing club, a multi-sports club, a Lego league club, right? And I'm talking about, this is a kid who is under the age of seven. So opportunities present themselves all over. You just need to tune into them. So whether it's things that you're doing on your own time and or it's things that you're doing in school and a collection of these things are good, right? Keep embracing your hobbies. Keep embracing activities because the more that you do and 
the more that you go into depth of things, right? So it doesn't have to be that you're doing a bunch of different activities. It might be that you are becoming or developing your mastery in a certain activity. So for example, speaking of things that you might be doing on your own time, when I have gone to my daughter's stagecoach kind of performances, at the end of every term, they give uh, sort of longevity awards. And I have seen young people that have been doing this activity, so stagecoaches, dance, drama, and singing. I've seen students who've been doing this activity for eight years, five years, right? And these are teenagers. So it doesn't have to be that you're doing lots of different things, although that's very beneficial. If you come across something that you really enjoy, you can really go into it in some amount of depth, build your mastery, build your understanding of that craft. And then beyond hobbies and clubs and societies and activities, it's also about doing work experience in person and online. Remember, online experience exists with platforms like SpringPod, Pathways CTM, Bright Network, The Forage. These depend on your age and stage and interest. But have a look at these places. It's such an easy way. And I'm going to say easy because with these online work experience opportunities, you're often just signing up. You're not even applying. So you're making an active decision to be curious about marketing or technology or healthcare or whatever it might be. And you are spending five to six hours online learning and doing in relation to these. Then, of course, there's the more in-person, more involved things like volunteering and work experience. And as you progress and as you get to university, if that's the route that you're going, you will also have opportunities to do spring weeks, internships, all sorts of things. All of these experiences will help you understand more about what you might want to do with your life. And do it because you don't know whether it's of interest. Don't let that be the decision why you don't do it, right? And I have these conversations with young people a lot. Oh, miss, I don't know what I want to do, so I haven't applied. If there isn't a better reason to apply, I don't know what it is. Especially when you're early in your career. Explore the different things. Explore finance. Explore tech. Explore the wide variety of things that you've come across. And as I mentioned with these online work experience opportunities, it's a really easy way to explore anything that might be of interest, anything that you are curious about, and to get a sense of whether it is for you or not. And that leads to number three, which is to be reflective. When we talk about doing all of these things, it's really important that you are being reflective, because that is the piece that helps you realize, do I like this or not? What do I like about this? What skills am I using? Ah, I love using those skills or I love doing that thing. Hopefully that that's something that I can include in jobs that I do in the future. So the reflective piece is really incredibly important because it's going to help you recognize what it is that you have been enjoying and what it is that you have not been enjoying about the activities that you have been doing. Number four, be curious. Now, all of these things are linked in some way, but they are also separate standalone points of themselves because being curious involves all of the above 
everything that we've talked about so far today, but it's also actively speaking to people. Speak to people in your life. Speak to family members. Speak to friends of your siblings or people that you come across. Speak to people that you come across through careers programs in your school. Your school might have programs where you have careers talks or you have varying activities and people have come and either been paid or volunteered to get involved with your school and share some of their experience. Anybody who has come to your school to do that, that is a really warm lead. That is a person who has taken the time to deliberately, right? Deliberately taken the time to come and spend some time with young people and share their wisdom and share their experience. So you are in a really good position to ask them further questions and use their experience and their career as a jumping kind of starting point for further research of your own. And there are websites like I could. So when you go into Google and look up I could, it's going to ask if you mean iCloud. You don't, you mean I could. I could is an early careers website which has lots of three to five minute videos from people in a wide range of careers, from museum curator to all sorts of things that you might have seen about and not even necessarily thought of as a career or not figured out how you get into it, right? So there are things online, there are websites like that one, and there is so much content creation out there. If you were to go to YouTube and find out you know, how to be this or what does this person do? There is some kind, generous somebody out there who is sharing their experience. So be safe online, that's always the case. But there are so many things that you can explore. Don't be frightened of doing that. And in fact, do lean into it. So that is curious. That is all about being curious. Everything that we had described above, but also you actively going out there and seeking content and understanding of what people have done along the way. Often there will be guidance about things that you can do, right? So it might be good to study this or maybe you could study this or I went to this place and this was a great place for it. So engage, engage my lovely, be curious. This is your own life. And while your parents and everybody who supports you, your careers leaders, your careers counselors, your teachers, while we can all do what we can to point you in the right direction for you, it is really your own engagement and involvement that makes the world of difference. That leads me to the final point that I want to make to you today, number five, which is ready. Be ready to take action. Be ready also to take baby steps and to go non-obvious routes because sometimes the thing that you want to do isn't something that you can engage in immediately, right? If you want to be a psychologist or a psychiatrist, you don't typically get the opportunity to do that kind of work experience with somebody in the industry immediately. Although there are lovely online experiences, so that's so cool. That's a really nice development in recent years. If you feel like you want to be a surgeon, you can't be a surgeon before being a junior doctor, right? If you want to be something of a certain hierarchy, you know, if you want to, if you know that you want to run a company or if you know that you want to do all sorts of things like that, often there are steps to take before you get to the thing that you want to do. If you want to be an economist, 
often you might need to take other steps within business and within finance, which are more foundational before becoming an economist. So please be ready, 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 ready to take baby steps and to go non-obvious routes. And that is really, really important. Also, and here is something which is worthy of a whole episode in itself, my lovely, I will probably get to it. Do recognize that sometimes your first jobs aren't going to be the most exciting, the most engaging, the things that light you up. In fact, the more I speak to people, the more I realize that some of those early jobs can be a little bit soul crushing. And I don't mean this in a scary way. I actually mean it in an empowering way because I don't want you to be in a first job. I don't want you to be listening to this and think, Gina, I did all these things and I'm now in my first job after university and I hate it. Like, it's not for me. Why is that? I thought I did all the things and I've realized that I'm going in the right direction. You know, I went in the right direction for me after university and some of those first jobs were tough for a variety of reasons. It's your first time in the real world. It's your first time recognizing how to work with certain managers and different personalities and politics in the workplace. And this is why, as I said, this deserves a a topic in its own right. But if you can be ready and if you can recognize that some of those early opportunities aren't going to feel like the most amazing thing in the world, but actually it's a rite of passage on your journey. And as long as you're being reflective and you're creating opportunities within your role and you're meeting interesting people and you're building your network and you're doing all of that stuff, then you may still be in the right place for you right now, even if it's not something that you are absolutely loving. Perhaps you might love it and get more into it as you progress and as you work out the workplace a little bit more. So that will be a whole topic in its own right, as I said. But for now, I hope this has been really useful for you when it comes to the question, how do I figure out what I want to do with my life? So we've talked about five things. Number one, recognizing that your career is potentially a 50 plus year journey and what you do along the way will vary. Number two, create experiences purposefully and that can start as early as school and if you haven't started yet you can start now. Number three, reflective. Be reflective, be present. What are you engaging with? What are you experiencing? What are you enjoying and why? What are you not enjoying? And those kind of reflections will really help with your decision making about what you might want to do with your life. Number four, curious. Be curious. This is so incredibly important. This is really foundational when it comes to your career. And it's going to be the thing. It's going to be the value. It's going to be the the notion, the action, the belief, which will make you think, okay, so let me apply to that thing. Or let me sign up for that webinar. Let me go along to that talk. Let me look this thing up. It's the curiosity piece that is so incredibly important and very helpful in figuring out what you wanna do. And number five is ready. Being ready to take baby steps, being ready to take opportunities, to recognize that there are non-obvious routes to where you want to go, and really being open to that. I hope that that has been really useful. I know the question of how do I figure out what I wanna do with my life is an age old one, 
and can feel really pressured. And if we overthink it, and if you think of it as being too big, if you think of it as being a one-time decision, then that becomes very hard to make decisions and take actions in the present because it feels too big for you, because there's too much pressure. So I really hope that the recognition of what we have shared today is going to empower you to empower yourself to take action now, even amid the uncertainty, even amid the, oh my gosh, I have no idea. That in itself, my lovely, is part of the experience. I am Gina Vistram. You have been listening to the Dive Into Your Career podcast, and I look forward to catching up with you again soon. Bye. Thank you for listening today. To keep up to date with Dive Into Your Career, leave your details on bit.ly forward slash dive into the list. See you soon.